You're listening to the BBM Global Network with 25 years in broadcast audio and video production. Our passionate team creates content and marketing for the world of Internet talk radio. If you've got a passion, come join us at bbmglobalnetwork.com. The BBM Global Network. Your voice is now heard. Welcome to Courage to Overcome with your host, Cheryl Jennings. Each week, Cheryl will feature and discuss the many challenges of those living with disabilities, along with the various issues that are faced by their families that are caring for them. So now, please welcome the host of Courage to Overcome, Cheryl Jennings. Good evening. This is Cheryl Jennings, and I am your host on Courage to Overcome. And I do want to let you know that I'm going to give you a lot of information tonight. And I just want to be able to tell you that if you would like to write down some things, get a pencil and a piece of paper ready so that I can give you some links places to go to and ways to connect and find more information than what we've been able to share on here. As you might know, if you've been looking and following me on Facebook, tonight is my finale, and I have been uh, privileged to be able to share my program of Courage to Overcome with Bold Brave Media. And during this time, we have had like 130 shows now, and these shows are still out there where you can listen to them or send your friends to listen to them. I just discovered a couple of weeks ago they were actually on iTunes, and I didn't even realize that. But those programs are there. It gives a description of who's my guest and what we're talking about for each one. So all you would do is go to iTunes and look for Courage to Overcome podcast. Courage to Overcome podcast. And also, it's available on a platform called Spotify. Spreaker, S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com. But the main thing you want to do is to just remember courage to overcome, and that always takes you back to me. I was uh, using that platform to help people before I became a host on the radio, so I will continue to be using that. And I have a site called CourageToOvercome.com where you can always chat with me, get in touch, send me a message or whatever. And I'm trying to be able to post some ways that people can get more information. I get emails sometimes and they're saying, I just discovered this little place. Do you have more? And I just want to tell you, yes, I'm out there on many different platforms and I have thoroughly enjoyed being an author. In fact, the first book that I was in, it became an overnight international bestselling book. And because of that, it opened the doors for me to actually go out of the country to speak. And I talked about the problems that families face like me who have a son with a special needs problem and my son has a very severe level of care for cerebral palsy and I have mentioned him at different times because he's actually the why I do what I do he actually gives me the courage to step 
step up and to say, okay, I wasn't comfortable with talking about some of these things until I knew I needed to. As a parent, I became very bold in being able to speak up and to say, this is what my child needs. And to be able to push for the thing that I need happens for us. But for all children, to be able to have more education, to be able to ride school buses, to be able to have the therapy that they needed for speech therapy, because he doesn't have uh, the ability to do much speaking. And for those of you who do not understand these problems, there's so much that's interrelated to the problem of not being able to speak because it took three years for speech therapists to teach him how to use a straw. He was 41 years old before he learned to hold a cup that was made in a way that he could hold it and give himself a drink. Now imagine, you were never able to get yourself a drink or even ask people for a drink. You just had to wait for them to offer something to you. And then he had um, a major surgery that has now been able to keep him from being able to have anything by mouth anymore so it's like we win some and we we go forward a little bit we go backward and that is the life of a parent who has a child with special needs and I say this because so many times I visit with people who have children with special needs and they feel like they're all alone nobody could possibly understand what they're going through they don't understand the challenges that they're facing and little comments or bits of advice that people feel like they're giving and trying to help other people are usually not very helpful. In fact, it often leads to causing a a problem for the parent to think, well, are you judging me on my care, on my ability to be a parent? And it causes a lot of grief and anxiety within the parent because they feel inadequate or feel like you think they are inadequate because they haven't done what you thought they ought to do. And because I want to help you make the situation better, I'm going to give you a few little tips along the way tonight about how to help in relating to people who have different kinds of issues to deal with. And one of the first things that since we're talking about this is to be able to watch out about the things that you are suggesting that you think they need to do. You know, if I have a son that has this problem X and your child has Y, that does not mean that I'm an expert in what your child needs. So even if I do have a child with special needs and it's not the same thing, or even if it is, what works for one may not work for the other. So keep that in mind. And when you are making suggestions, don't make it sound like it's a put down. And I say this because so many times before our son was able to uh, tell us he needed to go to the bathroom people would say to me, well, haven't you ever thought about potty training as if I were in a black hole somewhere and I had no way of ever thinking about anything or trying to come up with a way that would work for him to help him. But you see, problems are so deep and many of the problems that he's faced in his life really go back to neurological problems that happened when he had brain damage at birth and these are problems that cannot be corrected by just you giving me a suggestion and I do it and it works and that's it if that were true we wouldn't be having the problems where with so many children that do have special needs but the truth is there are so many 
Uh, tonight, I also want to address the fact that we will be looking back at how we've helped families as they learn to care for their parents. Now, one of the biggest problems that we have in our society right now, well, there's several. First of all, there are statistics saying that there are 10,000 baby boomers retiring every day. That means that more and more people are needing caregiving as they're retiring. And the problem is uh, 52% of people turning 65 are going to need some kind of long-term care services in their lifetime. But it's amazing how we don't know what we're going to do. And all of a sudden, the problem is there. And the family hasn't really talked about it or made plans for what we'll do when we need to take care of mom. Or maybe it's a problem of we have more people that are having problems with memory care like Alzheimer's and dementia than we used to have. And we just haven't wrapped our brains around how much it is, how much more services are going to be needed and how we are going to deal with these problems. Hearing people talk about they want free this and free that, if it's um, if it's just things for the here and now, and they're able to work, and they forget that our society is made up of more people who have worked all their lives, put money aside, but now the care of taking care of someone when they get older is stretching way beyond what they were ever able to save up or to be able to buy long-term care for because it took everything that they were making in order to take care of their families at the time. Plus, we have more people that are getting Alzheimer's and dementia. In fact, they say that it's up 123% from just the years 2000 to 2015. Now, that's a huge increase. We didn't always know what it was when someone had Alzheimer's, and now that it can, you can find out what it is, I think there are more treatments that are becoming a available, but the cost of it is very high. And so we're trying to find out what do we need to do to prepare for our future. And preparing for our older generations is so important. So we want to look at some of those things. What we did talk about during the past three years. We have 130 episodes out there on iTunes that you can go back. And I'm just going to mention some of the people and some of the topics tonight that we have talked about. But when you go to iTunes, you can pull up Courage to Overcome in podcast, and you can actually see what the program is about and what the topic was that was being discussed. And that will help you because you'll know what you're looking for. I've been so fortunate to meet people who are in and out of the USA, and I've been able to interview many people, especially in Canada, uh, one in Israel, people in different countries that have been able to help benefit us with their knowledge of how they have found some kind of a treatment or a solution that is helping out with one of the problems that we've been dealing with. Just recently, we've had people on that have helped us to understand some of the problems they've had in caring for family members while they continue to work. We've also talked about the suicides, the 
tremendous number of suicides and bullying that's going on in our schools. And we've had people on there who are trying to make a change in that and understand that mental issues are affecting our young people also. And if we don't address it, we have more and more people that will become depressed while they're in early ages, even as young as five, who have actually committed suicide. That is terrible. We need to understand how much our children need us. They're They come into this world totally dependent upon us as parents. And we need to make sure that we are up for the challenge to understand what their needs are and to try to find a way to meet those needs. So some of the problems that they face, we have to say it's our fault for not being better at understanding what the need was and being able to come up with the solution that works for them or works for a large group of people. I was so excited when I had Christian Patterson on a few weeks ago because he lives in the state of Oklahoma where I'm from and he has autism and he got to play in some of the state tournaments. And we got to see the excitement that surrounded him with the people that live in his town and the celebrations of seeing him on a court being cheered by the even the opposing team while they were really celebrating the fact that he was able to be part of that team and get out there and to make a basket. And everybody in the stadium was excited about that. We've also had Mark Stowerzone, who for 14 years had his own company, who went in to help provide some of the assistance of caregiving issues, provide the resources for helping those families who had someone at home And they couldn't take care of everything, so he was the one that was helping them go through that. And he gave us a lot of wonderful suggestions about how to prepare ourselves for the time that we're going to need to face the fact that we might need to get rid of things, and then how to prepare our families. And so we want to address those issues within our own families and really sit down and talk about how does each family member feel about what is happening. If you have a child with disabilities, who have you planned on taking care of that child? If you had been diagnosed with something that is terminal within the next few weeks, what if you have a stroke? What if you're in a car wreck? Who will take care of your child or your parent who needs to be cared for? And these are questions that many times we don't even think about addressing. And then all of a sudden, we have a crisis that is out there because we did not prepare ahead of time for these issues. And like I've said, resources are limited. And so we've got more and more people that are needing the care that can be provided. So we need to make sure we are doing the best we can at talking about these things and making sure everyone in the family is comfortable about what decisions are being made. Now, I know we're going to need to go to a break, so I hope that you will get a pencil and paper and be able to come back and I'll give you some of the addresses and links of places that you can go that will help you in future times. We'll be back in just a moment. 
Global Glory. That's the work of Dr. Marina McLean, COO of Global Glory, whose calling is to serve God. A first-generation British-born Londoner of Jamaican descent, Dr. McLean inherited the hunger for the Word from her father, who was a Bible teacher. Growing up, her home was filled with missionaries from the Caribbean islands and America, and she travels the world preaching the gospel. She has a Bachelor of Arts degree in theology and an honorary doctorate of divinity and Christian counseling from Friends International Christian University. Dr. McLean is also a songwriter and recording artist, and her songs are written during summits and conferences in the presence of God. She's recorded three worship albums to date and is in ministry for 28 years alongside her husband, Dr. Rennie McLean, who shares her passion. Visit www.globalglory.org or on Facebook at Global Glory. Call 866-244-5679 and feel the glory. Joseph A. Moylan is the owner of Ion Health, which specializes in very unique medical devices. Ion Health offers biomats, alkalife, and frequency machines. Biomats are a far infrared and negative ion emitting FDA approved medical device. With many different sizes available, you can place them on your bed, on a massage table, or on a seat in your car. It is an unobtrusive way to health. Alkalife machines are water ionizers that cleanse and raise the alkalinity of your tap water, making high alkaline water. Frequency machines utilize certain frequencies to kill viruses and bacteria. These devices are safe and effective. Coming from a health-conscious background and studying physiology at the Academy of Natural Health, Joseph A. Moylan has 15 years of experience in the health field and wants to help you live a healthy, long life. Visit www.ionhealthbiomats.weebly.com or call 765-520-2988. Don't let your health go astray. Get in touch today. All right. Some of the other programs that we have been dealing with over the last few weeks and months have been uh, just tips on how we've got experts like Diane Halfman, who was on here, and she was a cop for many years, did a lot of undercover work. She shares with women how to be the best you you can be and how to really make your life something that is important to you that enough for you to take care of yourself and be able to learn some self-defense um we've had people many people on who've talked about alzheimer's and i just want to mention something that i read today was that 33 percent of americans over 85 have alzheimer's or dementia now that's a lot of people 10 percent of americans over 65 are diagnosed with Alzheimer's or dementia. But I have actually known people who got it before they were 40 years old. So we're having a younger onset of some of these problems too. 64% of Americans with Alzheimer's and dementia um, are women. And so that really affects me. Now, why are these statistics so important? Well, it gives us a just a clue about what could happen to us in the future that we need to prepare for. You know, if somebody has to go in and take care of everything that you've got because you are suddenly unable to do it, would they be able to even unlock anything in your computer, for instance? Do they know a password? Are they familiar with how to get in and out with passwords? And what about, do you pay your bills online? If so, then somebody's got to know how to take care of all of those passwords and make sure that things are taken care of when you're no longer able to do that. And, you know, things happen. 
today I could have a stroke and not remember how to do anything. Who would be able to go in and to take care of that? We also have had people on there who just talk about, as women, how we need to take care of ourselves and to prevent some of the problems that we face as women with health issues by learning better nutrition, how to take care of ourselves through being more confident, being able to rise to the occasion and to be able to solve some of the problems because women are really amazing at being able to do some of these things that we have long let just men take care of. And now we are saying that women have done a wonderful job at doing some of these, uh, solving some of these problems that are out there. We've had um, uh, people on here who've also talked about uh, how they have done a lot of work in preparing families, partnering up with parents as partners for one of them with Dr. Shelley Stravitz, who's in Los Angeles, and how much of her life has been spent trying to help teach parents how you can be a partner with your child and be able to help them overcome many of the challenges that kids will face with autism if they are not helped along the way. And she's done this by proving for over 25 years how this has worked without ever talking to the children, but rather proving it by having Families who are from different backgrounds, different ethnic groups, different financial status to see that it doesn't make any difference what the background is. What makes a difference is how involved you are as a parent. Now, why are these things important? Let me just stress something else to you. If you understand that when a family has a child with special needs, that they're Chances of divorce are over 90%. You understand why we have to try to teach parents how to care for their own children because there's not enough people to pick up the slack to do these things. And besides, children deserve to have both parents involved in their lives. So let's just understand that if we bring children into this world, it's up to us to solve the problems, to find the answers, to find the resources, and we can't do it alone. So what do we need? We need support groups and we need a way for us to reach out and to find other people who are solving some of these issues and find out what they have learned, be able to share in the information that they have out there. Now, her program is called Parents as Partners, and it is a free program. And if you're a teacher or you're a parent or grandparent, someone that works with autistic children, please check out her site. And then we've had people on there like B. Baylor, who was uh, a strategic planner who helps put together nonprofit organizations. And she has done a lot to help with groups that have that help families that have autism or cerebral palsy in their groups and helps them be able to raise some money to uh, solve some of those problems. Then I've had somebody like Nicole Wilson, who has started a program and a magazine called Autistic Moms Are Beautiful. And she just had a celebration down in Houston this last week, and I saw lots of pictures from that. And I know it's wonderful. We've also had parents like Linda Perdue, whose daughter 
passed away suddenly from a heart attack, went to the house to discover her and, and saw that her grandson had been asleep all night, didn't even know that his mother had passed away, but she had failed to show up for church. So she, then she inherited caring for a, a grandson, which was not part of her plans. She didn't plan that, but how she suggested and learned how to help take care of this young man and how lucky he is that he has a grandmother willing and able to do that. I had Amy Kirkpatrick Young on here, and she's a young woman that has a teenage and a younger than teenage son, but she was diagnosed some 10 years ago with MS, and how she is still teaching, but she has learned how to deal with some of these issues as she has uh, had to deal with it herself, and then she understands how other kids are struggling with the problems that they have, so it's my pleasure to meet these people. Uh, I've had Dr. Allie Griffith, and she was a strategic audiologist and speech pathologist, and she had two children of her own with autism. And she talked to us about how she's had to deal with it in her own home, as well as helping other families. We've had people like Cassandra Shaw, and this makes me laugh because she's the author of Let's Laugh dementia with dignity and helping us to see that we have to find the humor in things that happen because we can't control everything that happens but we can control our attitudes and one of the most important things that I try to teach people when I'm out doing a, a speaking engagement or if I am conducting a training series is to help people who are in the process of caring for someone find that laughter helps your attitude is the only thing you may be able to control when you have one of these major issues that we have addressed, but you can control whether you become a better person because you've learned so much going through challenges. Now you're stronger. You can reach out and help other people. Or are you going to become that bitter person that everyone just dreads to be around, that you ooze with negativity and people just don't feel like they're up to it to see you any more than they absolutely have to. You see, we have a choice in life about doing that. So we do want to make sure that we address some of those issues. We've also heard from uh, people about, well, one young man, Rodney Flowers, was injured in football while he was in high school. He is one of the most motivational people I've ever talked to and that I've heard speak. He was told he would never walk, but he proved the doctors wrong because he never gave up in his own mind. So he never gave up trying. And although it took him some 18 years to learn to walk again, guess what? He not only walks, he holds down a job. He does so many amazing things. He does not want you to help him get around. He flies by himself. He uses crutches, but he does not have a crutch for his mind. He has a perfectly good mind that's able to help other people deal with things that set them back. So we really do have to learn from people who've gone through a lot in order to get some courage sometimes to overcome the challenges that we are facing ourselves. We don't like having challenges in life, but the truth is that when we go through them, we are better, we are stronger. And so many of these problems that we have talked about on this show is just proof that your mental 
ability to deal with life's issues. Your mind has so much to do with the kind of person that you will become, the strength that you will have, how much of a a heroic caregiver that you can be to other people that they'll look at you and go, how do you do this? Where do you get your strength? How do you have the resilience that you need? And these are things that I love to go and to share with groups and to talk to them about how to build your own mind to be ready to face some of the things that you will be able to or that you will face whether you want to or not. But, you know, these are things that that are just amazing to me to look at the kinds of difficulties people have truly been able to overcome in life and learn from them and from their experiences, how they have handled these things. Um, You know, when we start thinking about how much it's going to take in order to live after you retire, but if you did become and unable to take care of yourself, how many years would you be looking at to try to provide long-term care? And I've read statistics like it could cost upwards of $300,000 a year. Well, the average number of women that uh, years that women will need for long-term care could be two and a half years. And men, one and a half years. I'm not sure why they are not going to need it as long, but you know, the fact is women seem to live longer. Uh, 14% of people who need long-term care are going to need it more longer than five years. So how ready are you for some of these things that could hit you? You know, we've got to prepare our budgets for our states, for our homes, for our nation. But in that, we seem to cut the care for people that need it the most. And we've got to learn how to build into our budgets more for caring for people that are older, that have worked and done the best they can trying to take care of their own needs, but just did not realize how much more it was going to take than they were going to have the money. Uh, For someone who has dementia, your estimated cost can be about 350000 in your lifetime of caring for someone with dementia. I had the privilege of having a man on here who started cerebralpalsy.org who explained that families that have a child with cerebral palsy will look at needing between 3 and $5 million from birth to death to take care of a child. Well, guess what? Most of us never dreamed we would have a child with special needs but we never had the income to pay for the care that it takes. And so it does take a lot of help from all of us to pitch in and help with each other. Now, we're going to go to another break. And when we come back, I'm going to talk a little bit more about some of the things that we have done in helping with the caregiving issues. So just get a drink of water, be right back, and we'll continue our program. Certified professional coach Pamela Reeves can help you with your relationships. Motivational and image coaching are just some of the ways she can help you enhance all aspects of your life. Her book, Is It Love or Merely a Sick Attachment, helps readers clearly distinguish healthy, loving relationships from toxic ones. Ms. Reeves has put her words into action through Ray of Hope Kenya, an international initiative that provides outreach to victims of abusive relationships there with the goal of helping them rebuild their lives and the tools to avoid abuse. Ms. Reeves operates various business 
business interest through her umbrella network, Nella LLC, and credits her success to her diverse work experience. Whatever your goals, whether striking a balance, reinventing your image, or simply lifting your lifestyle, Pamela Reeves will help you achieve them. Your life, your call. Dial 410-902-5715 or email Pamela at pamreg01 at verizon.net. She's also on the web at pamreeves.com and on Twitter at Pamela underscore Reeves. For over 50 years, Evelyn Stapula has been a loving advocate for people with disabilities throughout the state of Pennsylvania. President and founder of Big Heart Bridges, her organization actively campaigns for legislation and support of civil liberties that meet the needs of disabled individuals with housing, transportation, and employment. Ms. Stapula has joined forces with a variety of esteemed organizations that advocate for the disabled. She serves on the board of the United Cerebral Palsy of Pittsburgh and the Governor's Cabinet and Advisory Committee for People with Disabilities, and she is a consultant for the Pennsylvania Governor's Conference for Women. Her many efforts have led to the implementation of a transportation program for the disabled with the Access Paratransit System of Allegheny County. Evelyn Stapoulis drives daily to serve the interests of the disabled, to protect their freedoms, and enable them to live normal public lifestyles. To learn more, please call 412-491-2605 or email Evelyn at ers92645 at verizon.net. All right. One of the things that I did want to mention is that um, in the last few months, I've mentioned that there's a statistic that came from AARP about the number of people who are home taking care of someone without pay, and it was around 44 million. Well, I was reading today, it's closer to over 69 million, but I actually read a a report that was from our government uh, a couple of weeks ago saying that it was, if you really took into account all the people who are caregiving at home who have a child with special needs all the way to parents and spouses that you might be caring for, we're looking at about 90 million. Now, you know, there are so many people that all of a sudden they have to stop working to go home and take care of somebody that needs full-time attention. So how do we take care of those people? 65% of caregivers are going to be female. And the uh, number of Americans who provided uh, unpaid caregiver to an adult just 50 years or over in the past 12 months is over 34 million. And I think those are low estimates based on some of the reports that we get in other places. One of the uh, problems that I see for families in the future that we need to do is to talk about where do we get support? How do we find resources? Where do I go when I need to ask a question? And one of the things that I've enjoyed doing, as well as being on the radio, is answering questions like on Quora. If you're not familiar with that, it is an online site. It doesn't cost you anything. You can go. You can ask anybody you want to about a question. And then those of us who have answered questions usually have a limit of what kind of questions that we feel comfortable answering. And I've answered a lot about special needs, about caring for family members, about caring for dementia, caring for Alzheimer's. I've answered questions about family relationships. And I get really good feedback on that. And some of the questions that I have answered I will be putting out there for you to be able to find them in another way also because I know that if if I'm getting somewhere around 32,000 views on one question about a family member that has dementia, then 
out there for us to continue talking about resources that are available and try to help you find them. In fact, I'm putting together a book right now that is about some of the top problems that people ask me and they want to know because they don't have anybody to talk to about what to do about a situation, where to go to find the solutions to problems. And it's amazing that we need to be able to connect more and more in our lives, to be able to support each other. But we have the ability, we have the computer, we have the internet, we have the ability to reach out and get information from many sources at the same time. I'm just one of them. But I'm just telling you that as a mother who has a son with cerebral palsy who's 48, I've lived through an awful lot of problems that have happened and had to come up with solutions. And because of having him and also then taking on caring for a mother-in-law for many years, caring, helping care for my father after a heart surgery went wrong and he had strokes, then helping with the care of my mom. And some of that was in town, in the home. And most of it was out of the home. And yet having to feel like you are three different people at times to be able to take care of a spouse, a child, and a parent all at the same time can really pull you thin. And you wonder, how will I ever be able to do this? Well, that's the reason I went on to become a life coach to actually get help in trying to help you the audience, you with some of the issues that you might be facing. So if you are in need of someone that you need to talk to, that you've been interested in looking at some of the group programs that I'm offering, keep in touch with me. And my name is Cheryl Jennings. It's C-H-E-R-Y-L, last name G-I-N-N-I-N-G-S. And I just am very delighted that People come to me because they feel like they can trust me, that I'm not going to lead them astray. I'm not out there just trying to uh, do something for my benefit, but rather I have the interest of our coming young people in mind who are growing up needing someone to guide them along and teach them how to be a caregiver, how to be a good parent, how to be a good spouse, how to be a good mom or dad, because I care. I don't want our families to be falling apart. I want to help you keep your family together and to be able to make it as great a family as you possibly can. And since I have lived through many of these problems of trying to find help, I can give you a lot of support in trying to answer the questions. Like some of the advice that I try to help young parents know is that Many times you have doctors who will actually tell you, put your child away, forget you ever had them, or you just need to abort this child because this baby's going to have Down syndrome, or something as foolish as that. And I want to tell you, today is National Cerebral Palsy Month, or National Cerebral Palsy Day. It is the month for it also, but this is the special day. I'm delighted that we have special days for Down syndrome, for cerebral palsy, for autism, and for all the many things that keep us needing to have more invested in how are we going to protect our children in the future, how we solve some of these issues that we have. But also, I want you to know that 
people who are going through some of these challenges are desperate to find out answers on how to solve some of the problems and they need more help instead of being told they don't know anything or they shouldn't have to deal with it look at some of the comments that parents that have down syndrome children say their children will actually say, I'm so glad we have this child in our family because they're so much fun. They bring laughter. They are joyous children to have in our homes. And the ones that have had a really tough time of trying to take care of their children, still, they learn so much from that child. They learn so much about caregiving, about love, about joy, about how to celebrate small wins, how to enjoy the children that don't have those issues in a bigger, better way than they ever would have. But one of the things that I just recently was visiting with a lady that uh, has a book that she is dealing with what happened in her life when her mother and father did not talk about what would happen to her sister with Down syndrome when they passed away. And she learned all too late, right just days before her her mother passed away and her father was already gone, that she would inherit the job of taking care of her sister. She's trying to make a difference in the world, too. There are so many people who go through these challenges, but we don't stop with what happens in our own family. You will find so many of the things that are great out there are done because parents want to make a difference for their own child, knowing they're making a difference for the world. They're trying to make it easier for people coming behind so you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Let me just tell you very quickly, if you are a parent who needs some help yourself in caring for your child, let me give you some tips to just make it easier. I'll spell it out for you. B stands for bold. You as a parent have got to learn how to find your bold voice. Learn how to speak up for your child. Be the voice for those who have no voice. That's what I put on my signature because it's true. If you don't speak up for your child who has no voice, who do you think will? Who owes it to that child to speak up for them? Well, of course you do. And as a parent, you can do that. So find your voice, dig deep and find a voice that you didn't think you had and make sure that your child is is watched after and that you are not letting things just happen to them that you are just ignoring. And I include parents whose children are bullied. Make sure you are looking after them and support them. Make sure they're not being taken advantage of. So many of the children that commit suicide, there were warning signs out there because they were bullied first. So make sure you're not letting those things happen. Second, L, live one day at a time. Learn that life is short, but you cannot live in the past and in the future and in the present at the same time. So learn to live in the present one day at a time. Dale Carnegie said, live in daytight compartments. Well, that's you. That's me. That's all of us. We only have right now. So let's live in today. A is for your attitude. A for attitude. Your attitude may be the only thing you can control. So make it a good one. 
you'll be able to deal with anything that happens if you can control your attitude. Getting angry and and yelling at people, threatening lawsuits, and trying to do everything in a harsh way may not bring the results that you hoped they would. K is for knowledge. You need to be able to go to your computer, to the library, to your doctor, to somebody, learn everything you can about what you're dealing with and learn what that diagnosis means. Learn what your possibilities are for you being able to get help in the future for your child. What are the expectations of a child that has the problem that your child has? And then learn from other people. Get that support group out there. That There are so many support groups that are on the internet now to support you where you can get knowledge, ask a question, have you ever dealt with this problem or that problem, and get answers from other parents. And then E is for encourage yourself, encourage your child, and try to encourage other people who are surrounding you. Learn how to be an encouraging person. If it's encouraging education or encouraging this happy lifestyle of living in the moment, of joy and of celebrating small wins. I'm telling you, these five tips can make a huge difference. And if you'll just remember B-L-A-K-E, you'll know my child's name, but you will also know five keys to make your life better while you are dealing with some of the challenges that are coming at you so fast in life. Now, I know that I'm just one person. I'm just one mother out there. But I also know that I'm one of many who is out there trying to make a difference in the life that your child will have if you are facing any kind of problem that is a challenge for if it's autism, if it's cerebral palsy, Down syndrome, if they get MS, if they end up in a wheelchair, if they have a stroke, if they have cancer, if they've had brain tumors, if they've had to have uh, a problem that is so rare that you hardly have anybody else that's diagnosed with that problem, you will be able to find someone that can give you that support. When we come, it will be our final time to learn how we can connect from here. We'll be back in just a moment. Attorney Renee Marie Smith is changing the way we sell real estate. She wrote a series of books called My Short Sale Guru Guides for all real estate practitioners. Whether you're a homeowner wanting to understand the process, an agent who has been handling short sales for years, or an industry analyst wanting to know how short sales impact your business, Renee uses her vast real estate experience to take a comprehensive look at the recent market phenomena while relaying it in an easy-to-understand format. Through her company, Smith Title Services, Renee has counseled thousands Thousands of short sale participants and processed in excess of a thousand short sales. Her knowledge is transformational for real estate professionals and laymen alike, and her live presentations provide people the opportunity to ask specific questions about their issues. Buy her books and schedule her to speak at your next event. Visit www.smithtitleservices.com or call 305-705-3428 or email her at renee at smithtitleservices.com. Isn't it time to sell your property today? Learn the My Short Sale Guru 
WikiWags brings harmony back into your home for male dogs and their owners. Inventor and entrepreneur Linda Jangula has created the disposable doggy diaper wraps made with the male dog in mind. The built-in wicking ability prevents rashing and other potential health issues for your dog. Each wrap comes in four sizes and has dual reattachable magic tabs for easy adjustments. And each size has a seven inch logo strip for adjustability. So they are comfortable and easy to use. No more fuss, just leave the mess to us. Whether you're in or out, your dog will be free to run about. Stop cleaning and start enjoying your home and you can even leave your dog alone. To order your WikiWags, visit wikiwags.com or to find out where to buy WikiWags in your town, visit mywikiwags.com and start enjoying having man's best friend around. Okay, one of the things that I did want to tell you that if you want to contact me later to find out about this, I was on the air a couple of times sharing some technology that I know that people need to know about. One of the things that I can send you to this person, he has created a lot of music that seems to calm people who have Alzheimer's. So if you have a family member with Alzheimer's or dementia, there are some pieces of music that they have found that's very calming for the brain. And he would say, if you just send him a small little iPod, he would be glad to give you that music that he has created because he learned by caring for his uh, his grandfather first while he was in high school, but then also he learned how to take care of his mom and that there were times that they get agitated uh, when you have Alzheimer's and the music seemed to tone it down and help them be able to rest better. So if you're interested in that, let me know. Then I interviewed a man who was an engineer who's designed equipment that helps people with ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease. And it was because they lose the ability to speak sometimes. And there are other people who could benefit from this also. But if you need to get in touch with them, let me know and I will help send you to the right person. Because they've designed uh, computers that look at the eyes to be able to help them say what they need to say by being able to uh, text it with just their eye control, which is beyond me. I don't know how people can come up with these things, but I'm thankful that we have people that are gifted and can do that. I've also had somebody on here who has shared with us a piece of equipment I've actually bought for myself. And first of all, it was it's a health bracelet because it can tell us um, our heart rate, it tells blood pressure, it tells, you can actually do an EKG on there. You can know how you're sleeping, you know how you're breathing. And if I had had this bracelet when my mom was alive, we would have known immediately when something happened, if her heart rate went up or down or stopped or breathing stopped or whatever. And I know it works because it's sent out an alarm to my daughter when I just hooked it up and my heart rate dropped a little low and she was notified. It also told her exactly where I was. This could be amazing to help families who could be concerned about where somebody is. This Bryce can tell them how to locate them and how to get to them, you know, if anything happens. And they don't have to do anything about that 
uh, they don't have to push a button. My mom had that piece of equipment that was where you push the button, but she forgot that she had it on. So this is brand new. And also another piece of technology that came out now also monitors blood sugar. With just slipping this little piece over my finger, it can do a reading of blood sugar and can tell me if my blood sugar is too high or too low. No punctures. I don't wear it. It's not stuck to me. There are no tubes. There's nothing that's going to puncture my skin, but I can read this. And this is the first thing like this that's ever come out. So if any of these things that we've talked about make sense to you, you'd like to know more information about it, be sure and write to me. Talkwithcheryl.com is one of my uh, places to go. And you can just connect with me there. But since this program is Courage to Overcome, just go to couragetoovercome.com and there should be a little box that pops up that allows you to connect with me. And that may be the easiest way to do it. It's courage, the number two, overcome.com. Be sure you get that right because I found that somebody has taken uh, the name and put .org on there and it has nothing to do with what I'm doing. If you want more support and you don't know where to go, let me know. I'll be more than happy to get you in the right direction to someone that would be the best one to help you. Don't forget, I have classes online. I have coaching online, and I'd be glad to share with you whatever I can that would help you in the needs that you have. I feel very blessed and honored that I have been able to share with you about 130 programs and, you know, about 150 experts through these months, um, of being on this show and been able to share with you the tips that they have learned that is worth more than than anything. I know that every family will have something different that they have to deal with. So, you know, don't worry about saying, well, I don't know if anybody knows this or knows that. Of course, there's somebody out there who's already probably dealt with this problem. Don't think that you're ever the first one or the last one who will ever deal with the issue that you're dealing with because you're not. You're not the, the first or the last, but the people that you are really uh, dealing with in your own home are people that love you and you love them and you want to make it, their lives as easy as you can by learning what you can that's going to help solve some of the problems that you're facing. Connect with me on Facebook or LinkedIn. And I'm out there as Cheryl Jennings, consultant and coach. Be sure and look for me. I have a book on Amazon that's called It Takes Courage to Be a Caregiver. And just today I got a a call for a book that goes down to Florida to help with a hospice program that's down there. People want to know the answer to some of the things that I've been working on for a long time, and I'm happy to be able to share this. Let's help protect those in our lives who are the most vulnerable, those who are the easiest hurt, those who need us to be watching out for them, for their uh, their nutrition Learn what you can that takes care of them the best that's possible. And if you have a caregiver in your family or your neighborhood, learn how to ask them, how are you doing? Not just check on the person they're caring for. How are you doing as a caregiver? Could I come 
and stay for an hour and let you go do something for yourself? Would you like to go get groceries alone? Would you like to just go for a walk and not have to think about who's there? Many people have had their families uh, cared for for an hour at a day or an hour a week just to relieve the caregiver. And that is one of the most generous gifts I can tell you that anyone can ever offer. Did you know that there are people that are actually trying to find ways to provide day sitting or evening sitting to help you with your children? But so many people are uh, afraid to go in public because they don't like being stared at. So if you find that you're staring at someone with an issue, stop. Stop right there. Don't stare at these people. Make them feel comfortable. They have as much right to be out there eating in public as you do. So just make others feel as comfortable as you would like to feel. Don't forget iTunes has got your programs on there, Courage to Overcome. There's 130 different programs that are out there. And we have enjoyed being able to share the information with you and be able to let you know that that you have the option to do something about the situation you're in by looking for that support that you need. We're not mind readers, and I try to remind people of that when they go, I'm so tired, I'm so worn out. Oh, and there's one more thing I want to offer you. If you want to get in touch with me, I'm going to give you a free ebook that I just finished, and it's the top five problems that families face when they have special needs children. It is so cute. I would love for you to have that book as a gift from me, so write me at Cheryl Jennings, our talk with Cheryl. I would love to be able to help you with that uh, and provide you this information and let you just know that you're not alone. There are so many people that love you and that are going through the same thing. And so let's do the best that we can to encourage one another to make life easier, to make it fun to make it funny. And I look forward to future connections with you. Be sure and go to LinkedIn and look up Cheryl Jennings and we'll connect from now on and love being with you. Thank you for your responses that I've had through the years. And I look forward to finding a new way that I will be able to help you with courage to overcome. Thank you and good night. You've been listening to Courage to Overcome with your host, Cheryl Jennings. Be it Down syndrome, cerebral palsy, or autism. Listen each week for an informative look into the lives of those challenged by these and other disabilities today on the next episode of Cheryl Jennings' Courage to Overcome. You've been listening to the BBM Global Network. The ideas, views, and opinions of this broadcast are those of the participants of the program and are not necessarily the ideas, views, and opinions of the BBM Global Network Company.